Welcome to the Cup of Joe Wrestling Show. Cup of Joe Wrestling Show? With Joey Harris. A podcast for the wrestling fan on the go. So take your favorite beverage of choice and join Joey as he takes a look at some of the biggest shows on the WWE Network. Welcome to the Cup of Joe Wrestling Show. I am your host, Joey Harris, and we are broadcasting from Makeshift Studios in the shadow of South Central Virginia. You can follow the show on Twitter at Cup of Joe Pod. You can email the show at Cup of Joe Wrestling Show at gmail.com. If you like the show, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. I really appreciate it, and it helps people to find the show. Folks, we are back right here at the top of the show. I want to send out my condolences to the friends and family and fans of superstar Billy Graham, who passed away last week. And superstar Billy Graham, I didn't see a lot of his work, almost none of it. But he was the WWF champion when I was born. He had the belt for, I think, about a month later after i was born he lost it so just our condolences go out to those who he left behind and then folks i just have to say this i i listen to a lot of podcasts that's why i do two podcasts some podcasts i listen to they have those insertion of ads from some company and if they want to sponsor me hey reach out to me cup of joe wrestling show at gmail.com i'll be proud to do it but you have to work on your ad insertion. I don't know what, if it's a program, if it's automatic thing, I wouldn't think it would be someone doing this manually, but I'm listening to ads on a show. So I'm listening to the show and then someone will be talking and sometimes right in the middle of a sentence an ad comes in. Okay, that's fine. But you listen to the ad and the person starts talking again for like 10 seconds and then the ad starts up again. And it just it takes me out of it. And I'm listening to so many podcasts now that do that. And I'm like, you've got to find some way to space it out more. If you can't get it after a person's done talking, if that's not possible, you have to if the ad drops in in the middle of a sentence. OK, I can I can deal with that. But don't have another ad 10 seconds later after the person has come back. They haven't even finished their thought yet. So just something that I've noticed. Today, we look at Beach Blast 92 from WCW. Beach Blast 92 was shown on June the 20th, 1992 on pay-per-view from the Mobile Civic Center in Mobile, Alabama. There were 5,000 in attendance. We start out with our intro. Tony Giovanni and Eric Bischoff welcome us to Beach Blast. They talk about what's going to happen before bringing in new WCW Executive Vice President Bill Watts. Watts runs down what we are going to see and says during the Iron Man competition, Paul Lee and Medusa will be barred from ringside. They then throw it to Jim Ross, who runs down the matches before throwing it to Jesse Ventura. A lot of throwing here at the beginning. Ventura is on a beach chair at the beach set being waited on by women in bikinis that are rubbing his muscles. Not like that. Get your mind out of the gutter. The women help Jesse up and escort him to ringside to call the action with JR. Jesse's pumped up for Beach Blast. WCW Light Heavyweight Championship match. Brian Pillman versus Scotty Flamingo. Pillman comes out and he's very popular with the crowd. The bell rings and they circle each other. Lock up and they drive to the ropes. They break and then circle each other again and Flamingo with a single leg pickup. 
He bows and waves through the crowd to a chorus of boos. Lock up again and Flamingo with a waist lock. Pillman counters with a waist lock of his own. Flamingo reverses. Pillman counters into a hammer lock. More counters in this match than at an all-night diner. Flamingo comes back with a drop toe hold to Pillman into a front face lock. Pillman counters back into the hammer lock. Don't take a shot for each counter. You'll never make it through this match. Flamingo back to his feet and hits Pillman with a back elbow to break the hold. He runs the ropes and Pillman hits him with a drop toe hold to get Flamingo down on the mat. Pillman transitions into an arm bar. He then drops a knee into Flamingo's elbow. JR brings up Pillman's college career and I will allow one shot for that as Jesse asked if Miami of Ohio is a junior college that kids go to before they go to Miami of Florida. Pillman pins Flamingo down, but Flamingo keeps bridging out to avoid the three count. Pillman transitions into a hammer lock, and Flamingo is able to get back to his feet and gets to the ropes. This is a solid mat base encounter so far. They fight for position on the ropes. Flamingo with a series of right hands and an Irish whip. Flamingo misses a clothesline attempt, and, Flam- and Pillman comes back with a crucifix that he transitions into a sunset flip. That was a good move. Flamingo kicks out before the three count. Pillman back to the hammer lock. Flamingo backs Pillman into the corner to break the hold as JR goes into Pillman's football credentials with the bangles, so take a shot if you're drinking at home. Pillman blocks a Flamingo back elbow, but Flamingo does get him down below and works on Pillman. Flamingo with a corner whip, but Pillman lifts up to avoid the charge and gets a hip lock and goes into a short arm scissors on Flamingo. Flamingo up and gets Pillman down for a couple of two counts. Flamingo was holding the tights, but doesn't get caught, and Pillman gets him back down in the short arm scissors. Pillman then drops a leg on the arm and then goes for an arm bar. Flamingo up and Irish whips Pillman, who comes back with a shoulder block, and then Pillman counters a Flamingo hip toss attempt with one of his own. Flamingo thrown into a corner and begs off. Flamingo up and Pillman with a wrist lock. Into an arm bar and Pillman has been steadily working on the arm the whole time as they were just instituting the top rope ban, so that limited the amount of high-flying moves that the wrestlers would be able to do. Flamingo up and gets Pillman down with Flamingo's hand on the ropes to get a one count before Pillman can get Flamingo back down as Flamingo had been in the armbar the whole time. Flamingo counters briefly into a side headlock, but Pillman goes back to the hammer lock. Flamingo up and backs Pillman into the corner to break the hold. Break clean. They lock up again and Flamingo with an Irish whip and goes for a backbreaker, but Pillman counters into a head scissors and then drop kicks Flamingo and Flamingo gets caught in the ropes and is hanging upside down. Pillman with a shot to knock Flamingo out on the floor where there are no mats. Another Bill Watts directive. I didn't mind that one so much because I was discussing this at the time with my cousin and my point was that the wrestlers always seemed to me to be tearing up the mats anyway in order to slam their opponents on the concrete. Jesse is upset that Pillman is supposed to be following the rules yet does something like that. Pillman starts to go for a suicide dive but Flamingo backs away, so Pillman jumps to the apron and hits Flamingo with a double axe handle from the apron to the floor. Pillman picks Flamingo up and chops him, and Jesse's still complaining about Pillman hitting Flamingo out to the floor. Pillman throws Flamingo back in the ring, and Pillman goes up top, and referee Mike Atkins stops him and reminds Pillman that it's a DQ, and Flamingo takes advantage and hits Pillman and throws him to the canvas face first. Flamingo then throws Pillman out to the floor. Flamingo then goes over the top rope to crossbody Pillman on the floor. Flamingo throws Pillman back in the ring. Flamingo gets back in the ring and they go back and forth in the center. Flamingo bites Pillman and then stomps on him. Flamingo with a snap mare and a fist drop from the second rope onto Pillman. He gets a two count. Pillman rolls out to the apron and Flamingo kicks him a couple of times and then hits Pillman with a forearm across the chest. 
Then another forearm and Flamingo runs to knock Pillman off the apron, only to get hit with a crossbody over the top rope from Pillman for a close two count. Flamingo comes back with the clothesline. Flamingo sits on Pillman to cover him, so Pillman lifts his legs up and hooks Flamingo's arms for a two count. Flamingo comes back and rakes the eyes of Pillman. Then a snapmare and a rear chin lock to Pillman. Pillman trying to get out as Flamingo puts his boots on the ropes for leverage when the referee isn't looking. He then gets another two count. Flamingo goes back to the reverse chin lock. Pillman fights back with a series of elbows and a shoulder block to Flamingo to knock him down. Pillman goes to the far side, but Flamingo hits him with a knee to the stomach as Pillman comes off the ropes. Flamingo hits the corner post after Pillman moves on a charge. Flamingo comes back with another snapmare and goes back to the rear chin lock on Pillman. Flamingo then goes to choke Pillman, but breaks on a three count. Pillman up and on the ropes where Flamingo hits him with some right hands. Pillman reverses an Irish whip and catches Flamingo in a sleeper. He then jumps on Flamingo's back, but Flamingo drives forward and runs Pillman headfirst into the turnbuckle. Both up and hit each other with right hands at the same time, and both knocked to the ground. A double count going, and both to their knees right before the 10 count as Pillman grabs Flamingo by the tights and pulls them down some, and the crowd squeals and both men exchanging blows while on their knees in the middle of the ring. Flamingo rakes Pillman's eyes and pushes Pillman's face into the mat. Pillman comes back by choking Flamingo, and Flamingo again rakes Pillman in the eyes. Flamingo with the forearm to Pillman, and goes for a double axe handle from the second rope to Pillman, who catches Flamingo with a drop kick as Flamingo was coming off. Back and forth in the center of the ring, Pillman ducks a clothesline attempt and hits Flamingo with a spinning heel kick, Flamingo backing off. Pillman runs Flamingo face first into the corner buckle. He then chops Flamingo in the corner and does a series of corner-mounted punches to Flamingo. Flamingo reverses a corner whip and Pillman gets his foot up on the charge. Pillman rushes Flamingo, who catches Pillman in a power slam and gets a two count. Flamingo goes for an Irish whip a couple of times, but Pillman's knee appears to buckle each time. Flamingo slaps Pillman in the face and kicks him down. Flamingo goes up to the second rope, but Pillman catches him and hits a belly-to-back suplex on Flamingo. Pillman goes to cover Flamingo, but Flamingo has his foot on the ropes. Pillman chops Flamingo. Flamingo reverses an Irish whip, but drops his head too early, and Pillman runs him face first into the mat. Pillman corner whips Flamingo's sternum first into the turnbuckle, and then clotheslines him from behind. Pillman then clotheslines Flamingo out to the ramp. Pillman runs to dive onto Flamingo, but he ducks and Pillman lands on the ramp face first. Both crawl back into the ring. Flamingo crawls to the second rope and hits Anita Pillman and pins him to become the new light heavyweight champion. The crowd boos as Flamingo is presented with the belt. Johnny B. Bad comes out to MC the bikini contest. He explains the different rounds. The first round is the evening gown competition. Missy Hyatt out first. Medusa comes out in what looks like a wedding dress, including a veil. We then get a Great American Bash ad. Tony and Eric talk about the next match. Ron Simmons versus the Taylor Made Man. Simmons is too powerful for Taylor. Taylor tries to get Simmons down, then gets Simmons out onto the ramp. Simmons clotheslines Taylor back in, then out on the other side. All Simmons in the match so far. He gets a bear hug on Taylor. Taylor gets out and then ducks a Simmons running tackle, and Simmons spills out to the ramp. Taylor with the advantage after a jawbreaker. He can't get the pin, though. Taylor gets several two counts. Simmons with a spine buster, but can't follow up. He choke slams Taylor down. Simmons gets a power slam and the pin. Jim Ross interviews Simmons. Simmons says his goal is to be the best he can be and can beat the odds. And he says he's going to be the world champion. Marcus Bagwell versus Greg Valentine. 
Bagwell with the early advantage. Valentine comes back due to the inexperience of Bagwell. Valentine making Bagwell look good. Nice competitive match. Valentine hitting Bagwell with brutal chops that I would see a little over a year later when I saw him and Wahoo McDaniel just chop each other raw in front of me live on an independent show. Bagwell rolls out of the way of a Valentine forearm from the second row. Valentine avoids a Bagwell knee drop. Valentine working on the leg, looking to set up for the figure four. Bagwell kicks Valentine off as he was going for it. He goes for it again and Bagwell rolls Valentine up for a two count. Bagwell continues to fight and gets some covers for two counts. Valentine frustrated at Bagwell. Bagwell with a backdrop. Valentine goes for Bagwell's bad knee and gets the figure four on Bagwell and Bagwell gives up. Jim and Jesse show a replay of Cactus Jack versus Van Hammer in the Falls Count Anywhere match from January, currently available for your listening pleasure in the archives to show how Cactus Jack is very good at these types of matches. Falls Count Anywhere on the Gulf Coast, Sting versus Cactus Jack. Sting is the current WCW champion, but this match is non-title. Cactus Jack out first and stays on the ramp as Sting comes out, and they advance towards each other on the ramp. The bell rings and they are going back and forth on the ramp, to the light of the crowd. Cactus Jack goes to hip lock Sting off the ramp, but Sting blocks it and backslides Cactus Jack down for a one count. Sting kicking Cactus Jack in the midsection towards the ramp. Sting does a complicated looking but cool spot of Irish whipping and backdrops Cactus Jack out on the ramp. Mick Foley has his bumping shoes on tonight. Cactus Jack back to his feet and Sting with his running bulldog-like maneuver to slam Cactus Jack face first onto the mat. Sting gets a two count. Sting gets Cactus Jack on the ropes and runs to splash him from down the ramp. But Cactus Jack moves and Sting lands on the ropes and falls inside the ring. Sting rolls to the outside as Cactus Jack gets in the ring. Cactus Jack out on the apron and drops an elbow to Sting on the floor. Cactus Jack gets a two count. Cactus Jack with a swinging neck breaker on Sting from the concrete. He gets another two count. Cactus Jack with a sunset flip on Sting from the apron. Sting blocks being run into the barricade and runs Cactus Jack into it instead. He gets Cactus Jack up and runs him headfirst into the barricade again. Cactus Jack trying to get away, but Sting runs him into the barricade once again. Cactus Jack kicks Sting and Irish whips him into the barricade. Cactus Jack then rushes Sting, who backdrops Cactus Jack to the outside. Cactus Jack comes out after Sting, who runs Cactus Jack into the barricade again. Sting then suplexes Cactus Jack onto the concrete. He gets a two count. Sting then Irish whips Cactus Jack back up and over the barricade to ringside. Sting throws Cactus Jack inside the ring. Sting with an Irish whip. Cactus Jack comes back with a boot, but Sting catches the boot. He swings Cactus Jack around, but Cactus Jack keeps the spin going and catches Sting with a clothesline. Cactus Jack with a double axe handle to the prone Sting. He picks Sting up and runs him face first into a turnbuckle. Cactus Jack with a corner whip and a running knee to Sting. Cactus Jack follows that up with a snapmare and a body scissors to Sting. He tells Sting to give it up as Sting fights to get out of the move. Sting trying to power out of the move as Cactus Jack slaps him repeatedly in the face. Sting with a series of elbows to break the hole as the crowd comes to life. Sting with a series of right hands to Cactus Jack on the mat. Both men up and Cactus Jack rakes Sting's face and then Cactus Jack clotheslines Sting and they both go over the top rope to the floor. Cactus Jack Irish whips Sting into the barricade. Sting gets his boot up on the charge and then clotheslines Cactus Jack. Sting falls to his knees as Cactus Jack grabs a chair. He hits Sting in the sternum and then in the back with the chair. He hits Sting several more times with the chair before throwing it away. Cactus Jack picks Sting up in a side headlock and starts to walk the ringside area with Sting, 
who comes back with a belly-to-back suplex to catch the shack on the concrete. Referee Bill Alfonso checks both wrestlers. Sting up and gets a two-count on Cactus Jack. Back and forth on the floor. They trade two counts. Sting with some shots to Cactus Jack and runs to Stinger Splash Cactus Jack on the outside, but Cactus Jack catches him and guillotines Sting on the barricade. Cactus Jack goes for the pile driver to Sting on the concrete, but his knee gives way before he can hit it and both men down on the floor. Cactus Jack up and hits a double axe handle to Sting's back. Cactus Jack goes up to the second rope to the double axe handle to Sting on the floor, but Sting hits Cactus Jack with a shot as Jack comes down. Both men up, and Sting throws Cactus Jack on the ramp. Sting with shots and chops to Jack on the ramp, and then Sting scoop slams Jack. Sting grabs a chair and hits Cactus Jack with it. He hits him repeatedly, and the last shot was to the legs to knock Jack down. Sting goes for the Scorpion Deathlock, but Cactus Jack rolls to the side, and they both fall off the ramp to the floor. Cactus Jack gets back up and runs Sting headfirst into the ramp before throwing Sting back on the ramp. Cactus Jack double-arm DDT Sting on the ramp. He only gets a two-count. Cactus Jack going back towards the ring, so Sting runs and clotheslines Jack down on the ramp. Sting then goes inside the ring, and then Sting clotheslines Cactus Jack from the top rope onto the ramp and gets the pin. The crowd goes wild at the conclusion. Tony and Eric talk about the last match before setting up for the Iron Man Challenge. Rick Rude versus Ricky Steamboat. 30-minute Iron Man Challenge. Paul Lee, Dangerously, and Medusa are barred from ringside. Rude out and does his pre-match spiel. Steamboat out next and he has Bonnie and Little Ricky with him. And that has always worked out so well for Steamboat. Rude attacks Steamboat from behind as Ricky was getting Little Ricky out. And Bonnie takes Little Ricky and runs off down the ramp in her heels. And for some reason I found that incredibly funny. Steamboat chopping Rude back and Steamboat is still in his karate gi and headband. Steamboat with an Irish whip and slams Rude face down on the mat as the clock appears. Root lands on his stomach and they call it a gut buster as Steamboat takes his stuff off as Root struggles to make it back to his feet. Root back to his feet in the corner and Steamboat comes in and drives his shoulder into Root's midsection. Steamboat goes to work on Root's midsection, thinking it is where he is most vulnerable at the moment. Steamboat goes for an Irish whip, but it looks like Root just gives out halfway through the move, so Steamboat just kind of launches Root across the ring where he just falls to the mat. Steamboat with chops and kicks to Root's midsection as Rude's struggling to get back to his feet. Every time Rude gets back to all fours to get back on his feet, Steamboat kicks him again. Rude finally back to his feet and reverses an Irish whip, and both men block a hip toss attempt, and Steamboat goes back to the midsection of Rude with a shot. Steamboat with more shots to the midsection and then a modified waist lock, as Steamboat has grabbed Rude from the side into a bear hug from the side, and JR points out that it's from the left side that the ribs seem to be damaged. Rude in tremendous pain, but fighting to get out of the move. Steamboat runs Rude back first into the turnbuckle. Steamboat then runs his shoulder into Rude's midsection several times. Rude gets his knees up into Steamboat to get him off. Rude follows that up with a forearm to the head. Rude with an Irish whip, but misses a clothesline attempt, and Steamboat gets Rude up on his shoulders and slams Rude down and then puts on sort of a modified bow and arrow to the left side of Rude. Rude trying to get to the ropes, but finally breaks the eyes of Steamboat to get out of the move. But I have been fascinated by this woman in the front row who has been digging in her purse for several minutes looking for something, and I'm wondering, is she looking for mint or some gum? Maybe some medicine? Maybe a cigarette so that she can go outside to smoke? Who knows what's in that purse? Rude kicks Steamboat off, but Steamboat comes back and grabs the legs and gets Rude in the Boston Crab. Rude trying to power out as the woman has taken out some money and giving it to a man sitting two seats away from her. She must be sending him for snacks. 
Rude up on his elbows and trying to inch his way towards the ropes. Rude finally gets to the ropes and the referee tells Steamboat to break the hold. Steamboat breaks the hold and pulls Rude towards the middle and splashes Rude on his back. Steamboat then dropping knees on Rude's back. Steamboat has a plan coming into this match and he is following it to perfection. Jesse says Steamboat is sadistic like Dr. No in the James Bond movies. Steamboat kicks Rude in the side when he is getting up to knock Rude back to the mat. He does it again when Rude tries to get up while screaming at Rude to get up. Steamboat with some forearms to the ribs and then lifts Rude up like he's going to suplex him, only to drop Rude face first down to the mat. Steamboat with a karate thrust and a cover to Rude, but only gets a two count. Steamboat back to his feet and chopping Rude. Steamboat with a corner whip, but Rude gets his knees up on the charge. JR says that the knee got Steamboat right on the face. Rude then gets a pin with a handful of tights to go up one to nothing. Rude up and driving knees into Steamboat. Rude gets Steamboat up and drives a knee into Steamboat's midsection, figuring out that what's good for the goose. Rude hits the Rude Awakening to get some other pin, and suddenly Rude is up by two falls in less than a minute. Rude with the backbreaker. Rude then with a top rope knee drop on the Steamboat and gets disqualified, but still up two to one. Rude gets an inside cradle to pin Steamboat, and Rude is now up three to one. Rude grabs Steamboat by the hair and Steamboat coming back with shots to the midsection. Steamboat comes back with a series of shots and chops to an Irish whips Rude. Steamboat drops his head too early and Rude rams Steamboat face first into the mat. Rude quickly up and hitting Steamboat with forearms. It looks like Rude was going for another Rude awakening, but quickly changed his mind and hits a snapmare on Steamboat instead. Rude with a camel clutch to Steamboat. Steamboat slapping the mat, but tapping out wasn't a thing yet, so it doesn't really mean anything. Rude is just straight up sitting on Steamboat's back as Steamboat is fighting not to give up. Steamboat trying to get back to his feet. Steamboat can get to his knees and starts to crawl towards the ropes. Steamboat almost gets to the ropes, so Rude breaks the hole and slams down on Steamboat's back with all of his body weight. Rude tries to gyrate, but his ribs are hurting him too much. Rude goes back over and drops a forearm on Steamboat. Rude goes back to the camel clutch on Steamboat. A Steamboat chant goes out. Steamboat gets to his knees and then to his feet with Rude on his neck. Steamboat then falls back and both men on the mat. Steamboat goes for a splash, but Rude gets his knees up. Both up and Rude with a knee to the stomach and a swing neck breaker to Steamboat, which is a departure for Rude as he usually does the Rude awakening neck breaker. Rude gets a couple of two counts, but Steamboat won't stay down for the three count. Steamboat gets up and starts chopping Rude in the chest. Rude stumbles back into a corner. He gets his knees up when Steamboat charges and hits Steamboat with a forearm. Rude with a snap mare and gets Steamboat in a rear chin lock. Steamboat trying to power out and get back to his feet. Steamboat does get back to his feet and hits Rude with some elbows to break the hold. Steamboat off the ropes and Rude catches Steamboat with a knee to the stomach to knock Steamboat back to the mat. Rude also had his game plan coming into this match and he is working it to perfection. Steamboat gets back to his feet but he is leaning on the ropes. Rude runs Steamboat into another turnbuckle. Steamboat with a chop, so Rude rakes the eyes. Rude with a pile driver to Steamboat. Steamboat gets his shoulder up right before the three count and Rude up and complaining to referee Randy Anderson. Rude sets Steamboat up for the tombstone pile driver, but Steamboat pushing up against Rude and working his way up, trying to get out of the move. Steamboat up and reverses the move. Steamboat hits the tombstone pile driver and gets a pin, and Rude is now up three to two. Steamboat rushes Rude, who has enough strength left to run Steamboat into a turnbuckle. Rude goes up top, and the announcers say that if he comes off the top rope again for a DQ, it will be tied. Steamboat catches Rude up top, 
and superplexes Rudolph as JR says that was a legal move because both men were on the top rope. Steamboat up first, but he seems out of it. He finally turns around and covers Rude. He only gets a two count. Rude ducks a clothesline attempt. Double clothesline and both men are back down. A double count going. Rude gets a cover, but Steamboat bridges out and gets a backslide on Rude to get the pin, and it's tied 3-3. Three to three. Steamboat up and gets an inside cradle on Rude for a two count. Steamboat then with a roll up for another two count as both men are going all out with less than 10 minutes remaining. Steamboat with a crossbody for another two count. Rude comes back with a jawbreaker. Both men back down and a double count going again. Rude up and drives Steamboat face first into the mat. He then does it again and the announcers say that he could have broken the nose again. Rude grabs Steamboat by the hair and taunts Steamboat before driving him into the mat again. Rude gets a two count. Rude with a scoop slam and a fist drop on the Steamboat, but only gets another two count. Both men back to their feet and Steamboat chopping Rude. Rude counters with an eye rake and forearms to Steamboat. Rude with a clothesline, but then he poses instead of covering Steamboat. Steamboat back to his feet and Rude with a throat thrust to knock Steamboat back down. Rude choking Steamboat on the second rope, breaking on the full count before going back to the choke. Back and forth now in the center of the ring. Rude going for the Rude Awakening, but Steamboat trying to block the move. Steamboat out of the hold, ducks a clothesline attempt, hits Rude with a back elbow, and hits a Rude Awakening on Rude. He only gets a two count, as Rude was able to get his foot on the ropes. Steamboat up and arguing with the referee before dropping a knee on Rude. Steamboat with a suplex, he only gets a two count. Steamboat with a side suplex, he gets another two count. Steamboat with a chop. Rude reverses an Irish whip and gets a sleeper on Steamboat. Rude jumps on Steamboat's back as he clamps the sleeper on. Steamboat drives Rude into a turnbuckle to knock Rude off his back, but Rude keeps the sleeper on Steamboat. Rude then jumps back on Steamboat's back, so Steamboat runs Rude into another turnbuckle. Rude jumps back on Steamboat while he's keeping the sleeper on. Steamboat looks like he is starting to fade as he tries to separate the hands to get out of the sleeper. Rude cinches the sleeper on tighter and Steamboat is fading. The sweat is just pouring off both men. A Steamboat chant goes out from the crowd as Steamboat tries to make it to the ropes. Rudolph Steamboat's back but still has the sleeper on. Steamboat tries to lift his arm up to grab the rope and Rude keeps putting his leg up to knock the arm of Steamboat away from the rope. Steamboat starting to fade and sinking down to the mat. Steamboat sinks down to a seated position on the mat. Two minutes remaining as Steamboat is down and trying not to pass out. Rude cranking up the sleeper as a Steamboat chant goes out. Anderson checking the eyes of Steamboat as there is one minute remaining. Anderson starting to check on Steamboat's arm. It doesn't fall the third time. 45 seconds remaining. Steamboat works his legs up on the turnbuckle and pushes back. He pins Rude and Steamboat is up 4-3 to three with 33 seconds left. Rude with a clothesline to get a two count then a shoulder block for another two count, another clothesline and another two count. Rude with an inside cradle for another two count, 10 seconds left. Rude with a scoop slam and another two count as time expires and Steamboat wins four to three. Jim and Jesse discuss the last match. Round two of the competition. Johnny B. Bad out again to MC the bikini competition. Medusa out in a bandana and a leather Harley jacket before revealing a black bikini. Missy comes out in a blue bikini and JR says that bathing suit defies gravity. Bad says the Itsy Bitsy Bikini Competition is coming up. Jim and Jesse then talk about the Great American Bash coming up in July. Six-man tag team match with Ole Anderson as the special guest referee. 
The Dangerous Alliance, Arn Anderson, Bobby Eaton, and Steve Austin with Pauly Dangerously versus Barry Windham, Dustin Rhodes, and Nikita Koloff. A Nikita chant goes out when he gets in the ring. Windham and Austin start. The bell rings and they lock up. Windham with an arm drag into an arm bar, into a hammer lock. Austin rolls to get out of the move. They trade wrist locks and Windham with a fireman's carry takeover. Austin back to his feet with some forearms to knock Windham down. Austin up to the second rope, but gets caught and Wyndham takes him down with a Japanese arm drag. Wyndham with the wrist lock and Rose tagged in. He hits Austin with a bionic elbow and Austin comes back with a side headlock. Rose pushes off and Austin comes back with a shoulder block. Austin runs the ropes and Rose hits him with a drop kick. He picks Austin up, only to hit him with a standing drop kick. Austin gets back to his feet, but goes to the wrong corner. He turns around but Rhodes puts an armbar on Austin before he can get back to his own corner. Austin was able to reach up and tag Eaton in. Rhodes gets Eaton in a side headlock. Eaton pushes off and Rhodes comes back with a shoulder block. Rhodes runs the ropes and Eaton catches him with a knee to the midsection. They reverse each other a couple of times on a corner whip before Rhodes sends Eaton into the corner. Eaton moves on the charge and gets Rhodes into a cradle, but only gets a two count. Eaton with a side headlock and Arn tagged in. Arn goes over to the face corner and says he wants Koloff to come in. He then slaps Koloff. Koloff tagged in to the crowd's delight. Arn backs into his own corner and tells Koloff to come meet him. Koloff comes and Arn catches him with a knee to the stomach, a snap mare, and a knee drop in succession. He starts to go up top, but stops when warned by Ole that it will be a DQ if he comes off. Koloff up and it looks like Arn is trapped. Arn jumps down to the apron. Arn gets back in the ring and they lock up again. They get to the ropes. Arn hits Koloff with several shots before Ole can get him away. Arn with an Irish whip, but misses a running forearm to Koloff, who comes back with a roll-up to Arn, but Arn holds on to the ropes. Arn turns around, and Koloff is already back to his feet. Arn tries to get away, but Koloff clotheslines him from behind to knock Arn over the top rope to the outside, and JR says that Ole has to make a judgment call on whether that was intentional or not. Austin out to check on Arn, and he and Paulie are screaming at Ole that it was deliberate and Koloff should be disqualified. Arn back in and Eaton tagged. They lock up and Jesse says Ole can't be manhandling wrestlers. Wrestlers are not allowed to touch referees, and referees shouldn't be allowed to touch wrestlers. Jim Ross agrees as Eaton hits Koloff with elbows and forearms. Koloff comes back with an Irish whip and a bear hug. Austin and Arn come in to help Eaton. Ole trying to get them out as Arn gets... A knee to the back of Koloff to break the hold, but that brings Rose and Wyndham into the ring. They get back out as it looks like Arn is getting out of the ring until he and Eaton double Irish whip Koloff, who comes back with a clothesline to Arn and an atomic drop to Eaton that drives Eaton into Arn. Austin comes in and Koloff scoop slams him and the faces are standing tall to the cheers of the crowd. The heels roll outside the ring to regroup with Paul E. Paul e says they are going with plan number two. They get back on the apron and Arn tagged in. Koloff with a side headlock. Koloff brings Arn over to the corner and Wyndham tagged in. Wyndham holds Arn for Koloff to hit, but Ole won't allow it, so Wyndham hits Arn and knocks Arn down. Wyndham with a scoop slam. Arn comes back with some left hand shots to Wyndham, and Wyndham reverses a corner whip. Arn gets his foot up as Wyndham charges, but Wyndham puts the brakes on and grabs the foot. He spins Arn around and hits an atomic drop that runs Arn into the turnbuckle. Arn snaps back and he and Wyndham bump heads and both men down. Pauly over and hitting the apron urging Arn to get up. Arn climbs up top and the heels distract Ole so that Arn can come off the top, but Wyndham up first. 
Iron Thumbs wind them in the eye to get him away and hits a forearm to wind him off the second turnbuckle. Arn with a corner whip and charge and he hits Wyndham with a series of left hands. Wyndham comes back with a knee to the midsection. Wyndham follows that up with a back elbow. Wyndham with a corner whip and a kick to Arn. Wyndham then puts a sleeper on Arn. Arn ships and hits a belly to back suplex on Wyndham. Wyndham up and tags Rhodes in. He cleans house on all of the heels. Rhodes with an Irish whip and a lariat to Arn. Arn reverses a corner whip and Rhodes sent in to the heels corner. Rhodes elbows Austin and Eden to get out of the corner. Arn then turns and runs Rhodes headfirst into Eden's head and Eden knocked down to the apron. And I don't know if that was planned or not, but it looked painful. Paulie over to check on Eden as Arn tags Austin in and Austin over to kick and stomp Rhodes. Austin with a right hand to knock Rhodes back down. Austin then choked Rhodes on the second rope. Ole gets Austin away and brings him over to the other corner, allowing Arn to take some shots to Rhodes on the ropes. Austin back and hitting Rhodes with some shots. Austin puts Rhodes in the heels corner and Arn tagged in. Arn with a snapmare to Rhodes. He then stomps Rhodes. The faces complain to Ole, but Arn saying that he is doing it with the flat of his boot, which is legal. Arn with a knee drop to Rhodes. He is up against the ropes, so Ole gets Arn off of Rhodes. Wyndham in and Austin comes down the apron to give Rhodes a cheap shot. But Wyndham gets back out after Ole gets the heels back in their corner. Rhodes gets Arn down in a backslide, but Eaton tagged in, so Ole stops the count. Eaton drags Rhodes over to the corner and is going to drive his leg into the post, but Paulie comes over and tells him not to do it as Ole would DQ Eaton. Eaton starts pounding a prone Rhodes on the apron. Eaton gets back in the ring and cuts off an attempt by Rhodes to tag. Eaton hits a clothesline and gets a two count. Eaton with an armbar. Rhodes makes it back to his feet and is hitting Eaton with forearms trying to get out of the move, but Eaton tags Austin in. Rhodes with some big right hands to Austin in the center of the ring. Rhodes with an Irish whip, misses a clothesline, and Austin comes back with a beautiful flying clothesline to knock Rhodes down to the mat. Austin gets a two count and tags Arn in. Rhodes blocks a left hand from Anderson and comes back with a series of right hands to Arn. Rhodes goes to make a tag, but Arn cuts him off with a drop toe hold and tags Eaton in. Eden with an armbar takedown and Eden is just so smooth with everything that he does. Rhodes fighting the move and trying not to pass out from it. Eden transitions into a hammerlock and Rhodes makes his way back to his feet and hits Eden with some right hands to break the hold. Eden with an Irish whip. Rhodes tries to come back with a crossbody, but Eden ducks and Rhodes lands on the apron. Eden stomps Rhodes on the apron and Ole gets him away, allowing Arn to drop down and attack Rhodes on the apron. Ole gets Arn and tells him to get back on the apron as Austin is tagged in. Rhodes rolls Austin up, but only gets a two count. Austin runs Rhodes into Arn's knee, and Arn tagged in. Jesse says that if Rhodes doesn't make a tag pretty quick, he will lose this match. Arn gets an armbar on. Rhodes down on the ground as Arn has the armbar locked in securely. Rhodes up and hits Arn with elbows to break the hold. Rhodes runs Arn into Eaton on the apron to knock Arn down, only to get hit with a shot from Austin to knock Rhodes down. Rhodes going for the tag, but Austin tagged in and cuts Rhodes off before he can get to the face's corner. Austin hits Rhodes with the stun gun. Rhodes falls backwards towards his corner and Wyndham tagged in before Austin can cover Rhodes. Wyndham in and cleaning house on all three heels who have come in. Hip tossed all three and now all six men in the ring. Wyndham with an Irish whip and a backdrop to Austin and Arn climbs up to the top while Ole is distracted trying to get Cole off and Eaton out of the ring. Arn comes off the top, but Wyndham hits him with a shot as he comes down. Wyndham hits Austin with the superplex and covers Austin. Ole still trying to get Cole off and Eaton out of the ring. 
Arn comes off the top rope with a double axe handle to Wyndham, but Ole turns around and sees it and disqualifies the Dangerous Alliance. The Dangerous Alliance attacking Wyndham on the outside after the match. Now all six men battle on the outside. Jesse goes to look at the final of the bikini contest. Eric Bischoff interviews Ricky Steamboat. Steamboat thanks the fans who have stood by him the past several months. He says he proved tonight that he was the best and knowing that the Dangerous Alliance can't dodge him anymore. Paul Lee comes out and says that Steamboat has received his last shot at the U.S. title forever. Cactus Jack comes from behind Steamboat and drags him off the podium and attacks Steamboat. Jack bites Steamboat and Steamboat trying to fight Jack off. Security out right away to separate the two wrestlers. Jesse says he should have been the judge of the contest all along. He then brings Johnny B. Bad out and asks Bad if he even likes girls, and Bad tells Jesse that he's just jealous. Medusa comes out with a red and blue bikini with white chaps. Bad says, let's get Missy out here. Missy yells from her tent that they stole her suit. Jesse and Bad come over and Missy grabs Jesse's do-rag and scarf and makes a bikini out of it. Jesse says those are his scarves, not a bikini. Johnny says Missy wins the competition to the roar of the crowd, and Medusa gets into Bad's face. She slaps Bad and pushes him into her tent and goes in after him. Bad comes out with Medusa's bikini top, so Jesse hands Bad the mic and goes in the tent. Jesse pops his hat out of the tent and says Medusa is the first lady of WCW, no doubt about it. Tony and Eric talk about the Cactus Jack attack on Ricky Steamboat before talking about the next match. Main event. WCW World Tag Team Championship match. The Steiner Brothers Rick and Scott versus Terry Gordy and Steve Williams. Gordy and Williams out first. The Steiner Brothers get a fantastic reaction when they come out. The bell rings and Gordy and Scott Steiner start. They lock up and break clean as they get to the ropes. Another lock up and Gordy with the waist lock takedown. Scott back to his feet as Gordy still has the waist lock on. Scott with a reversal. Scott with a go behind and gets a one count. They scramble and Gordy gets to the ropes. They break and back away from each other. Scott with a single leg pickup. Jesse says, you should have seen what I saw back in that tent, Ross. We'll talk about it after this match. And JR replies, let's do. And that was funny for me for some reason. Scott gets a half Nelson on Gordy and goes backwards and is trying to turn Gordy to get a quick count on Gordy. Gordy turns and gets to the ropes to break the hole. Both back to their feet and Scott gets a side headlock on and Gordy with a push off to the corner. Another lock up and Scott goes back to the side headlock. Gordy pushes off and Scott comes back with a shoulder block, but Gordy does not move. They take turns slapping each other in the middle of the ring and Scott goes for the double leg pickup to get Gordy on the ground and they are attacking each other on the mat, each one trying to go for an advantage. They roll to the ropes and referee Randy Anderson has to physically get between the two to separate them. Both wrestlers pissed off that he did that and both of their partners in to calm them down. Anderson gets the partners out. Williams tag in. They vie for position as Williams tries several attempts to do a single or double leg pickup on Scott, but Scott keeps avoiding Williams. Scott with a waist lock. Williams gets to the ropes. They break and Jesse and JR talk about all the amateur moves that both men are doing with a lock of blocking encounters. They lock up and Williams with a drop toe hold, and it didn't look pretty, but it was effective. He tries to turn Scott over to get a pin attempt, but Scott up before Williams can try anything. Both do more switches and counters until they roll into the ropes and Anderson calls for them to break. Both get back to their feet and Scott with a side headlock. Williams gets to the corner to cause the break again. And this is a very scientific match so far with the wrestlers trying to prove that they can actually wrestle. And that's not all going to be a hard hitting brawl. The problem is that I think the crowd wants to see a brawl. Williams with knees to Scott in the corner. Williams with a corner whip 
and goes to Oklahoma Stampede Scott, but Scott gets his boot up. Scott comes out of the corner. Williams kicks him in the stomach and goes to clothesline Scott, who ducks and gets a waist lock on Williams. Scott then goes for a belly-to-back suplex, but Williams holds on to the ropes. Williams comes back with another corner whip. He charges Scott again, who jumps up to avoid the charge and hooks Williams with a modified sunset flip. He gets a two count. Scott comes up with a side headlock takeover. Both men vie for position. They both get to their feet and Rick tagged in. They circle each other. Rick goes for an arm drag, but Williams avoids it. Another lock up and Scott blocks a hip lock attempt. They get to the corner and break. They lock up again and Rick with a belly-to-belly suplex. Williams lands on his lower back and he rolls to the outside to regroup with Gordy. Back in the ring, Williams with a scoop slam. Williams hits Rick with a couple of three-point stances. He goes for a third one, but Rick catches him with a Steiner line. He gets a two count. Williams picks Rick up and forces him into the heels corner. Gordy tagged in and throws Rick into the corner. Gordy with a corner whip and goes to hit Rick with an elbow to the corner, but Rick ducks. Rick goes for a belly-to-back suplex, but Gordy grabs the top rope. The referee makes Rick break the hold. He does, and Gordy immediately grabs Rick and hits him with a belly-to-back suplex. Gordy gets a two-count. Rick comes back with a belly-to-back suplex of his own. Williams tagged in, and he and Rick going back and forth in the center of the ring. Williams throws Rick through the ropes to the ramp. Scott complains to referee Randy Anderson that Williams pulled the tights, and Williams hit Rick with a shoulder block through the ropes to knock Rick back down. Scott comes over to help Rick back to his feet, and Rick kicks Williams when he comes back over to the ropes. Rick with a sunset flip, and Williams holds on the rope to try to avoid going over until Scott hits him with the forearm to knock him down. Rick gets a two count, and Anderson warns Scott about using the forearm from the apron. Gordy tagged in. Gordy gets a single crab on Rick. Rick twists around and gets Gordy on his back. Rick gets Gordy's shoulders down for a couple of two counts, but he has gotten too close to the heels corner and Williams hits Rick to knock him back down to the mat. Gordy gets a spinning toe hold on as Anderson now warns Williams about hitting someone from the apron. Rick hits Gordy in the face to get out of the move. Rick hits the belly-to-belly suplex on Gordy. Scott tagged in. He kicks Gordy and gets a waist lock takedown. He gets a one count. Both men down on the mat and they both have the other in the leg lock and both trying to get their opponent into a pinning position. Scott then with a front face lock to Gordy, but they had battled to the heels corner and Williams tagged in. He kicks Scott in the ribs and then to the face. Williams kicks Scott to the mat as Scott was trying to get up. Williams runs Scott headfirst into a turnbuckle and then goes to do it to the opposite corner, but Scott blocks it. Scott goes for a belly-to-belly suplex, but Williams in the ropes. Williams with a snapmare to Scott. He then gets a headlock on Scott. Gordy tagged in. Gordy with an Irish whip. He misses the clothesline attempt, and Scott comes back with a crossbody. He gets a two count. Gordy up and rakes Scott's eyes. Back and forth in the battle to the heels corner, and Scott hits Williams on the apron. Rick complains and starts to come in, only to be cut off by Anderson, allowing Williams to come in and chop Scott several times while Gordy hills Scott. Anderson tries to get Williams out, and Williams points that Rick was trying to come in, and then Williams kicks Scott in the knee when Anderson turned around to see if Rick had come in. Gordy with a step over toe hold on Scott. Scott trying to get to the corner to tag, but Gordy has the hold on deep and Scott is a long way from his corner. Gordy lets go of the hold and hits Scott with a brutal looking clothesline. He gets a two count. Gordy grabs Scott by the legs and Williams tagged in. He picks the leg lock up on Scott. Scott with kicks to the face to break the hold. Williams kicks Scott in the ribs. Williams with a forearm to Scott in a corner whip. Scott moves on the charge. Back and forth in the corner until Williams goes back to the knees to kick Scott down to the mat. Gordy tagged back in. 
Williams goes Rick in and then clotheslines Scott down as Anderson was trying to get Rick out of the ring. Rick in to break up the count. Gordy with a suplex. He gets a two count. Gordy then goes back to the leg and the heels have been very effective so far by keeping Scott in the ring and concentrating on the leg. Gordy with a leg lock and Williams tagged in. He starts kicking Scott in the injured knee. Scott back to his knees and Williams slapping Scott in the face. Scott comes back with a slap to Williams in the face and Williams responds with a single leg pickup to knock Scott back down and then Williams grabs Scott's legs and turns him over into a half crab. Scott gets up on his arms to try to make it to his corner to tag. The fans trying to encourage Scott as Tony Gilliam announces that 20 minutes have elapsed in the match and that 10 minutes remain. Jesse says it's not often you hear the Crimson Tide cheering for the Wolverines and J.R. chuckles and says you're right about that. Williams tells Anderson to ask Scott if he wants to give up and of course Scott says no. Williams slams the knee into the mat and Gordy tagged in. He grabs Scott by the injured leg and then goes back to the half crab on Scott. He transitions into the step over toe hold as Scott reaches for his corner to tag and Jesse says that when he sees moves like that it makes him glad that he retired and Jr. says it makes him glad that he never started. And Jesse laughs, and these two seem to be getting along, at least for this part of the broadcast. Scott reaching out to try to tag Rick. Gordy pulls Scott back, and Williams tagged in. Williams picks Scott up by the leg and gets a two-count as Scott's shoulders went down to the mat. Williams turns it into a Boston Crab that is more like the walls of Jericho. Scott up on his hands and trying to make his way towards his own corner. Williams puts the brakes on and drives Scott down to the mat again. Scott gets back on his hands and finally makes his way over and tags Rick in. Rick comes in and hits both heels. Rick with an Irish whip into a modified power slam. Rick with a bulldog off the second ropes to William. Rick tries to set Williams up on his shoulders as Scott in and on the second rope, but Gordy in and knocks Scott off the second rope. Rick puts Williams down and goes after Gordy. Scott falls out of the ring as Anderson gets Gordy back. Rick turns around and Williams hits him with a brutal looking clothesline. Gordy up on the second rope. Gordy has been tagged in and Williams puts Rick on Gordy's shoulders on the second rope. Gordy slams Rick down. Anderson says that there wasn't a tag and makes Gordy get out before he starts counting the cover. Williams only gets a two count and the crowd is really into this match. Williams gets another two count. Williams is frustrated and tags Gordy in. Gordy with a standing drop kick to Rick. He gets another two count as they show Scott getting back to his feet. Rick trying to get to his feet and Gordy hits him with the knee to the face. Rick up, and he and Gordy exchange blows before Gordy gets Rick in a front face lock, and Williams tagged in. Double Irish whip and shoulder block, and Williams covers Rick for a two count, as Gilliam announces five minutes remaining. Williams with a couple of backbreakers to Rick. He gets another two count. Gordy tagged in and hits Rick with a running forearm while Williams holds Rick. Gordy kicks Rick in the head. Gordy with the belly-to-back suplex for a two count. He hooks a leg and gets another two count. Four minutes remaining. Williams tagged back in. Rick fighting back with some right hands to Williams. Williams responds by kicking Rick down. Williams with a forearm and a rear chin lock. Rick back to his feet and hitting Williams with some elbows to try to get out of the move. Rick off the ropes but gets hit by a knee to the midsection by Williams. Williams with a gut wrench powerbomb for a two count. Williams with a front face lock. Rick trying to get back to his feet. Two minutes remaining. Both men exchange right hands and forearms in the center of the ring. Williams with a corner whip and tries to go for the stampede. Rick tries to block it, but Williams gets Rick up on his shoulders. Williams runs Rick into one turnbuckle, but as he turns around to go to the other corner, Rick gets off and pushes Williams away, and when Williams turns around, 
Rick hits him with a Steiner line and both wrestlers down. Gordy tagged in. Gordy with a corner whip and a clothesline. Gordy with another corner whip and Rick catches Gordy with another Steiner line as he comes in to the crowd's delight. One minute remaining. 45 seconds left as Rick crawls towards his corner to make a tag and Gordy grabs Rick's leg to try to prevent the tag. Scott tagged in. Scott with an Irish whip and a backdrop to Gordy and a backdrop to Williams when he comes in as Gilliam says 30 seconds left. Scoop slams and clotheslines to both heels. Scott with a double arm powerbomb to Gordy with 15 seconds left. Scott hits the Frankensteiner into Gordy as the bell rings and the matches are draw. Rick and Williams battle on the outside. Gilliam announces the draw and that the Steiner brothers are still the champions. Tony and Eric review the night. Eric says the battle has just begun. Jesse and Jim review the pay-per-view and preview the Great American Bash before signing off. We then get our end credits. Final thoughts. This was a good show, but having two matches go 30 minutes drained the crowd. You can follow me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at TheJoyHairs. Support the show at paypal.me slash cupofjoepod. Thank you for joining me this week. This is Joey saying so long from the heart of Virginia. The Cup of Joe Wrestling Show is a production of Baby Kangaroo Media.